When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Convention bullshitting going on here, uh, going live on Instagram, answering questions, uh, talking about the week, talking about what's been going on, and uh, so we're just going to get right into it. So this week's been great, uh, coming off of a week of being sick. Um, every time we go to Ohio for vacation, and we've been down here in the state of Virginia for six years almost, five definitely, and uh, we come home from Ohio. And we're, and we're fucking sicker than a dog. We're on the edge. So Again. it happens every fucking time. Don't know why. So uh, coming off of that, we were in Ohio, went to Elite FTS, uh, trained <coughs> relatively light. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a designated light week, even though we were when in Rome situation at Elite FTS. Came home. I was sicker than a fucking dog. Went light on Saturday because of that. And then I was able to go heavy this week. Video's not up on Patreon yet. I'm going to work on that uh, tonight, get it uploaded. Very, very late tonight. But, yeah, it'll be it'll be up there. And I, I did train light. I was uh, <laughs> uh, at Elite. I was I was handling 820. Just for a, I did a rep out set with 820. And then this last weekend I did single ply uh, band shirt work with, like, eight flat. I'm pretty sure it was eight flat or like eight oh three, weird kilo numbers. I don't know. Um, went well this week though. This week went really well. So we went up to uh, super heavyweight this weekend. Um, I was using the, the electric blue uh, F eight band shirt, and that's the one I've been using recently because I'm trying to get it to stretch out more and be more uh, pliable, more malleable, so I can use it. It's made of a very stiff wrap material. And it's, it's hard to fucking use. So, um, but what happened was, so I went to, so I put the band, I did a bunch of warm-up sets with my uh, Widowmaker, jumped in the band shirt, I did, so I went from 700 with the Widowmaker straight to 1025 for my first shirted set. Um, and I did 1025 to a two-board, 12, 12.07 or 8, weird number, to a one-board, and then went to 14.10 to a half board, which is my all-time heaviest half board uh, lift and training so far. It was very, very hard. Yeah, it looked... It was, I, it was almost not there. Yeah. <clears throat> but what happened was, so in my head, it's, oh, it's 1,400. The shirt needs to come down. It's like a poly mindset. Pull it down. Because yeah. you've only been in these shirts for a year. November will be a year. No, the end of no, no, beginning of December. Yeah. Will be a and year. And so you're still trying to unlearn, you know, 14 years of poly. And so, what we learned today, you can't yeah. treat like that collar doesn't do anything. Like no. in a poly, you can bench on the collar. Yeah. You can't do that no. in these shirts. It's. The collar, it's, just decorative. it's 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 aesthetic, you know. The collar doesn't do a lot in a band shirt. Um, the material does the work. It could be 
no collar or just a stock like cut you know squared off collar that rob makes and it would be the exact same but we found that putting it low is what was making your arms want to dip back towards your face so what yeah what was happening and i'll, I'll answer a question real quick uh from keith it wasn't keith was it, it was kyle. kyle kyle says wrist pain any tips oh jesus um where's your jack mehoff thing Oh my! Oh my! Jack me off tool. It's in the car. It's in the car. We bought a we bought a wrist uh, machine from Amazon. It's a little wrist gizmo that you put on here. It's got it's like a brace with a handle, and it has a some sort of mechanism with a cord that you can adjust the tightness of it, and you can do um, wrist curls just like sitting here watching TV and adjust the the resistance and stuff. We need a jack. <clears throat> yeah. Nick Myatt's on here. What's up, big guy? And, uh, so we, so yeah, wrist pain, it's funny. I don't know. I deal with it just by, with time, you know, um, time and <laughs> sleep and, uh, I don't do a lot for wrist pain. I just, I just bear through it, you know? I mean, have you had a lot of wrist pain? I have wrist pain today. Oh. Yeah. From like, well, one thing that we did before was releasing the bar slower Oh. I feel like that helped, right? Yeah, so uh, when they get the hand off to you in the bench, you want to, like, kind of ease off the bar. And then especially when racking the weight, don't, like yank, like, yank it off you. You know, you're going from, I'm going from 1,400 to zero almost in, like, a second. Like, no. So you have to, like, ease it back into the rack uh, when you're dealing with maximum poundages. Yeah. He said, wrist pain has shown its face being in the F8. You're just, you're handling more yeah. in those shirts than you would normally in anything else, and faster. It's time and adaptation. Don't be in a rush to do, like, hundreds of pounds more. You have to slowly work up. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, you need to take your time doing that. Uh, let's see here. I got a... Are you starting arm wrestling? I am not. Uh... My my forums have been I've neglected my forums almost almost exclusively these last three years, uh, getting into the thousand pound bench and then, you know, going up going up to thirteen twenty and I'm trying to shoot at fourteen, um, and uh, I've neglected my forearms development and that's the most exposed part of the arm during a heavy bench. You have your tight wrist wraps. You got the shirt up here. This is completely exposed. And if it's not, if they're not strong, if they're not resilient, if they're not built like the rest of your body, then they're gonna get injured or just be in pain, and that's what's happened to me. So, I'm just doing that to build forearms for the sake of bench press. Do you think that the thing that you and Chris were doing today with the ball would help with wrist pain, like wrist strength at all? Well, yeah, it's, it's just like grip it's grip, and it's more. We were doing some push downs, some uh, inverted like cool push downs. Almost. Yeah, for the triceps where you're holding onto a cannonball uh, pulley attachment. You had to, like, grip it, and so it was a lot more forearm involvement. Yeah. And then the triceps were also firing a little bit different. That, that's on Patreon, too. That'll be it. And then, uh, yes, Paul, is, we have to do, he would love to see a video uh, including uh, setting the shirt on one of our videos. So a whole one video. One of the F8 shirts? Yeah, like how we set the shirt per set, like. Yeah, I mean, we're still experimenting with that, too. That was, like, going back to what you were saying earlier, that's what we learned today. Can I get a pillow to put behind me there? Yeah. 
been, like, um, leaning up this whole time. Was, you can't put it down because it yeah. up your arm. The whole, so yeah, what I found out today, thank you, was, uh, oh, was, Is that um, better? Is that fine? That's better. It was, uh, yeah, I had the whole mindset of, like, oh, it's 1400 I need to crank this shirt down. But that, that was not right. Um, I need to keep the shirt high. Because on my down set, I took a 1,005 or 1,000 flat and did a set of five with it, just trying to get the shirt to open. Just getting more time under tension with the shirt material, trying to break it up, make it more malleable. And I got close. I was like at a one and a half, two board with 1,000 pounds. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I had a lot of return with it too. So I got to take, I got to leave the shirt high. And then like just, midway, not on mid, your, because it'll choke you Not up. on the neck, but like not cranked down. Like yeah. midway, there was a line on my chest where the shirt had eaten into me. We should get that tattooed. Um, so, I mean, we obviously we don't have a video of it right now, but we can just explain how we set it. Because um, there's a YouTube comment, how to set your shirt in a band, and then how do you set an insert under the band shirt. Mm -hmm. So, um, just explaining how he sets it, or we put it on, I guess, is... He puts it right on his chest where he wants it to go, uh, and then we cinch the Velcro, yeah. I guess, down around low, yep. as low as we can get it to where it's still where it's at. His arms are not in the shirt. He's just, like, holding it there on him. The whole the whole yeah. shirt, top to bottom, has to be moved up and down as, as one yeah. piece. You can't put it on, like, a poly and then have your training partner yank the collar down. It doesn't work like that. So. Yeah, and then once it's set, then you rest, you wrap your wrists, and then we just <laughs> put it like put your arms through, little tug here and there. It's definitely not as hard as a poly. No. There's not a lot of swimming. There's not a lot of what pissing do you around get with it. When you mix an owl with a bungee cord. Mm, <laughs> my, my ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Kung Pao. Thomas is on here. Yeah. Um, and then with an insert, you just put the insert on. Cool. Well, same way. Just put it on then. Put the shirt on. Kyle says, good info on setting the F8 shirt coming from years in poly. I have found myself trying to jack the shirt as well. You can't do that. Uh, you have to, I, I take the entire thing off. Didn't you have one sitting here? Uh, it's over there on the bed. But okay. um, yeah, we're, we're going to demonstrate it real quick. So I actually have a shirt sitting right here. I mean, I'm not going to. So no, but uh, I'll but just. You can show them like. I'll just do it sitting down. So. The shirt's completely off. I've got it sitting right here. I don't even put my arms in it. I just take it like a fucking bra, right? Yeah. And I'll visually look. Like, that's where you want it to sit when your yeah. arms are in it. If I if I want it to sit here, okay, if I, for like a really heavy set. This is my old one. Or if I know this is a lighter weight, I want it to be here. Yeah. Okay. Okay, set it right here. She'll take the Velcro, and I'll hold it here, and she'll Velcro the back. Um, so, like... Bottom, there's two straps, bottom strap, um, real tight around the ass, top strap, real tight, as tight as you, usually I do like top strap, kind of loose, bottom strap as tight as it'll go, grab the top strap again, undo it, yeah. tighten it. If he wants it really tight, have him suck it in. I mean, it's going to stretch, but like suck it in and then pull it as tight as possible, almost like a corset, but yeah. I don't think adjusting that super tight really makes yeah. that much of a difference the belt is more what you need so once yeah. it's set and she does the velcro back I'm like, okay cool put the belt on cinch it down and then i'll just and then i'll swim into it with it set low and the neck set okay it was here we undo the velcro okay move it down i'm gonna put it right here 
-hmm. Visually check. Okay, cool. Re-Velcro it. Put the belt on so it stays in place. Yep. That's how we adjust. You can't put it on and then expect someone to come up here and grab the collar and pull it down. It ain't going to work. The no, whole it'll just go where it's at. Yeah. Top to bottom. Just think of the whole shirt as one unit, and it has to be moved up and down as one whole piece. So that's how we adjust uh, these, these big shirts. I think I had something here. Let's see. Yeah, good info. Any experience with elbow injury, tendon, ouchie? You are the man. Well, thank you. Uh, I get occasional. I, I, I get hurt. I, I get little aches and pains like everybody else. Uh, the biggest thing for elbow pain that I have found that works is taking a uh, something that's not going to slide, like a rubber band or maybe a, a hair tie or something, and put it around your fingers and just extend your hand. Mm -hmm. And that really uh, helps. That really helps. With elbow pads, sit at, sit at TV. I just watch TV and just fucking ex extend, Almost, just like that. Like if he, every time we're watching TV, he's doing some kind of weird recovery accessory thing. Yeah, it's either I'm working my forearms, working with my grip tool. I'm doing cupping. I'm doing something because I can sit and watch TV all day, and if I might as well do something while while still being natural, I, trust me, like being natural is like great and all, but I'm doing everything else possible to increase my recovery. Because all, all synthetics do is help you recover. Like arguably you recover faster than being natural. But I have to, as long as you can recover from what you're doing. So we're, we got a TENS unit. I've got a cupping set. I've got the massage gun. Massage gun. I've got the you, cold sleeves, like the they're called uh, freeze sleeves. Freeze sleeves. You got the heat and pressure sleeves. Yep. You've got the acupuncture pressure mat. Yes. Acupressure. Um, acupressure. Yep. We've got cans of oxygen. I've got my CPAP sitting right You've got there. Your CPAP. You've got your wrist, uh, forearm smusher. It's got the balls, and you like smush your arm through it. Oh yeah. Walter keeps thinking that's one of his toys. Yep. Um, you did a little bit of foam rolling here and there. Yep. Well, PVC pipe rolling. Yep. yep. I've been um, I've been natty my whole life your jack so far. Thing. I don't actually know what that thing's called. I'm just calling it Jack Meehoff, and I know that's, it, <laughs> that's just what I'm gonna call it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh, it's it's a son of a bitch, but uh, I'm and, and people and I, I went on a podcast interview with Chad Ikes not too long ago. That's a pretty like, cool interview. Like literally three days ago. Was it Friday night? Yeah. It was Friday. Or Thursday. Friday? It was Thursday. It was Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, he was one of my idols growing up, so I got to talk to him for like three fucking hours. Um, yeah, it was great. We're going to have him on our podcast at some point. But, uh, yeah, dude, it, um, you know, what was I going with that? Recovery. Recovery. We're talking to Chad Ikes. I don't fucking remember Were you and now. Chad Ikes talking about recovery? Yeah. Sleep was the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, you spend more time recovering from what you do in the gym than what you do in the gym. Yeah. It's like a whole other job. Let's see here. I, about I, Dave I, I totally lost my mindset with that, but we'll just... <laughs> we were talking about, like, recovery and how anabolics just help you recover. Like, that's the point of it. But because you aren't on anything, your recovery has to be... I don't know. Maybe I'm behind I mean, you. trust me. I, I, don't, I totally forgot what I was going to say. But Sorry. moving on. Best gear for a roll if you're looking to get into gear. Used equipment. Used gear. eBay. Facebook. Find. Friends. Used. Go to a friend who knows his shit. There's, I feel like almost every 
equipped gym, which I know is like few and far between in the world of powerlifting, but I guarantee you almost all of them have a bucket or a bin or a wall somewhere just full of old shit. Like black Just ask stones. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Even like Pharrell's. He had all those shirts and shit, suits that people would just be like, hey, I don't want this anymore. And he would just take it and hang it up. Yeah. Do uh, freaking find used equipment. Don't try to buy something brand new. Find something that's used and broken in. It'll be easier to learn. And then you can, at, la at a later time, find something that's brand new. Mm -hmm. Will you compete tested or are tested meets too strict? No, I competed tested. Uh, I, I entered. When I went to the Baddest Bencher this year, where I benched 1214 and 1273, I entered as an amateur. I I purposely said, put me in the amateur division for the test. So yeah. uh, it's just that certain feds, like, that test a lot, USPA, USAPL, those feds suck and, like, fucking Like, they don't. Well, suck. the thing is, like, rule-wise, cool. They're fine. But the equipment that they use is not like I'm not lifter friendly. I'm not going to bench. Safe. Yeah, I'm not going to bench on an ER rack. Like you, an ER rack can't even fucking hold fifteen hundred pounds. Like fuck that. And the the pads are too too thin, too narrow, and too close to the ground, and they're rickety they're as just shit. Not stable. So I have to compete in feds that allow that you know real pieces of equipment, real benches like IPA, RPS. Um, if they allow, me, sometimes these feds will tell me. Like, because you're a pro-level lifter, you have to lift pro. If you want to facilitate where you lift, like what division, like if you want to lift in the amateur as a pro, it's an extra 100 bucks or something. You know, like it's, it costs me more because I'm facilitating where I want to go, not just accepting, okay, you're a pro-level lifter, you lift in the pro division. Yeah. I had Gene Richlack expend that to me at a... IPA meet. This is years ago, obviously, when he was still alive. And he goes, well, it'll cost you an extra hundred bucks because you are facilit... Because if they want, if they drug test me, they have to pay for it. So, th But then I'm paying for it because it's, I'm entering with an yeah, additional... Saying, hey, I want to be drug Yeah, because I'm, I'm entering with an additional hundred dollar yeah. fee. So that's that's kind of, you know, I'm not made of money, so that's kind of hard. But, yeah. but no, they, they, they allowed me to lift the amateur division at the Baddest Venture, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, and Jim's talked about this before. Like, there's a question on here. It's like, any reason why you're not on uh, anabolics? And be, be, Just because I have not had a reason to do it yet. I'm, and people, what I was going to say with Chad Ikes is that people get it twisted where they think I'm against it, and I'm fucking not at all. I've, got, I've had tons of friends that do it. I've, it's never been pressured upon me. It's never been talked about, never been pushed. It's just I've not had a reason to yet. Yeah. When my body says, for example, going up to a 1,400-pound bench, I'm trying to bench, go up to a 1,500-pound bench, whatever the number is, my, my body says, okay, you're done. You can go no further. At that point, if, that, if I'm not satisfied with that and I want to keep going, then yeah. I'll probably indulge. It's just that I've been, I've had such large leaps and strides and bounds yeah. over all these years without it. It's like I don't have a reason to. And we've built our entire life around powerlifting and around you being able to recover. Yeah. Like no other athletes get to recover. You know, you have that unique advantage on, on top of just... Gummed up. We could talk about that later because I'm still... What? Mad about your shoulder. Mad about my shoulder. Yeah. What are you mad about? Because you pushed your shit doing nine hundred for five for 
five, five by three. Three by and you're, five. Anyway, anyway, we could talk about it later. Anyway. Thomas says, since my 200 440, uh, 440 supercharged RAM and another two board sessions of two boards, height, after one. Front of shoulders, especially fucky sides, seems to be quite angry. What am I probably doing wrong here? I think you're you're relying on the supercharged RAM and the the front, the chest and the shoulders to do the majority of the work, whereas you need to be relying on the triceps. But if your triceps are not stronger than the chest, the big chest and shoulder muscles, they're not gonna fire. Right? They're not gonna fire right. You're not gonna rely on them. But the shoulders and chest overpower the triceps. That's what you're going to rely on to do in the majority of the work. So you need to be, you need to be, that's why we train the triceps so hard to make them, it's not natural, but to make them stronger than the big chest and shoulders. Therefore, you will rely on them to do more work than the shoulders and chest. Let's see. What do you think of Jim Wonder's 531 program? I know nothing about it. Did you try that for a short time when we were at Iron Chamber? No. Oh. When you were jumping through different stuff, or did you do? Wasn't there a cube? Did you try a cube? Thing? I did. I only the only program I ever follow was the Iron Chamber Bench program. Mm. Maybe we just talked about them. I we were like looking at all the different ones. I know nothing about Jim Wendler's programming, so I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not sure. And supercharged ramp for bench shirt substitute right, but this is only for bench, not squat with ramps. Uh, it 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 mimics a bench shirt. It's not. It's not the same. It's not the same, but it is constructed similar because the supercharged ram has cuffed sleeves with a flat chest panel. Mm -hmm. It's very similar, but it is not a shirt. It's still like a baby step towards one. Yeah, I would say it's a great, especially with the way that it's constructed, it's yeah. a great step towards like an unlimited shirt for sure. Yeah. I mean, the same material, wrap yeah. material. But it's not like the loop design like a Widowmaker or a slingshot right. where it's going all the way around your arm and across. Right. Got the Paul Luffer says, I'm drinking four weight gain shakes a day plus three meals. Ooh. That's a lot. <laughs> makes me want to bar. That's a lot. <laughs> but everything Do you take a day off here and there, sometimes off your routine and all the power and ready thing to take a break? No. I'm not really. <laughs> don't lie. No, you I do don't. not. I don't. Uh, no, I, I did take, last week I took Wednesday, Thursday off because I was fucking sick from the, uh, from the Ohio trip, which really really fucking pissed me off. Whenever when anything affects my training like that, it really fucking irritates me. Um that was an unscheduled couple of days off. I just fucking slept for 2 days straight. So, but otherwise no. I I can I I we work from home with our own business that we both well she mainly created a couple of years ago once I got out of the military. So, I have a very open schedule where I can if I feel like taking a nap, I take a nap. Like going to sleep at 10 o'clock or 2 in the morning, I do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I can get up late, get up early, uh, eat when I want, sleep when I want. It's a very, very awesome lifestyle that we have right now that we've built. Mm -hmm. It allows me to train like I do. So. And everything else gets planned around it. Like, yep. we could we go see a 10 o'clock showing of a movie because that's when everyone wants to go? Sure. Yep. But we're not going to because the 8 o'clock showing makes sure that he's home in time to get a shake in and everything ready so he can sleep so he can get up and bench the next day <clears throat> yep steve bull you have the freakiest triceps i've ever seen oh well well thank you <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't see them ever so oh, our cat's talking this penelope what is your 
Best recommendation to build up to a banded bench shirt for someone who has never been in one. Get one and try it. Again, I always suggest finding something that's used. Find a crew or somebody in your crew that's got one that's broken the fuck in. Don't start out with a three or a four. Try a two. A single ply one is very, very, very stretchy and yeah. very like non-aggressive at all. I would say a stock two ply from Anderson. Yeah. Definitely go to Anderson Power Thing. Starter shirt. By the way, Kolb Strong, my Instagram handle right there, Kolb Strong, you can't see it, uh, is, is a discount code you can use at AndersonPowerFing.com. I have one of those chargers. Uh, yeah. Oops. Uh, hang on. Okay, there. Thank you. Thomas says. What video angle would you need for me on bench to see this best in my RAM 2 boards if it's too much to test? Uh, what I need to see is literally like if I was your head judge in the bench, like looking at you wait, waiting for the press call. Like the head judge position would be perfect for me to see that. Let's see. Nick Myatt, what's up? What size shirt do you wear? And did you find yourself being handcuffed with smaller shirts? How do you figure out? What size shirt is you go up in one ply, one layer, two layer? Okay. First part of the question, what size shirt do you wear? So my single ply, that's a custom one. Well, I didn't know if maybe he would have something written on it. I don't think so. He Just... has extra, extra fat. Ooh, that's rude. <laughs> what? That's rude, Rob Perot. My single ply from, from Anderson was a XL. I could definitely go down in size with that. I could probably do a large. So XL single preferably large. You could probably do a large. Yeah. Sir. In the single. In the single. I don't think you had to cut the back to get you in it. Well, no, but I, I cut the back so they had more adjustability. So, sing, XL, XL or large for the single. Uh, the 2X I wear, or the, I'm sorry, the 2-ply I wear is a 50. And that's very tight on me. My triple is a 60. The two fours that I have are 100% custom. Don't know. I think also, a, like a disclaimer needs added that with these shirts, like he's talking about, like being handcuffed and stuff. Like you have an enormous back. You have the strength to use your back to pull these shirts open. If someone doesn't have a strong back, strong triceps, they're not going to be able to get that shirt out where it needs to go if they don't have a crew where the shirt needs to go. So wearing a shirt that's so fucking tight, like you wear them, mm -hmm. might be more detrimental to someone if they don't have the actual strength to pull the shirt open and put it where it needs to go. Sure, sure. There lot, has to be that balance. A lot of back strength and a lot of rear delt strength. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the only shirt that handcuffs me is the uh, my electric blue uh, F8. But we were putting it really low. We were putting so it way. We were putting it way too low. We don't know if we fixed it. You well, guys are I think we, I think, think we fixed, I think we figured it out. Did you did a thousand for five today? And it was just boom. boom it was like at a one. I would say one and a half. It was a little bit less than a two board. Okay. Maybe not quite one and a half. But I felt, and I felt it opening. Good. So yeah, uh, no, the only, the, but I, I got handcuffed by it today a smidge. My right, well, I could put you in frame. My right arm at the very, I touched a half board with fourteen ten. My right arm came down for the touch, and it went just a... You can't even see it in the video, but I can feel it. It just went like that, and that was enough to put me out of position. And ironically, the right arm doing that made your left arm struggle. 
Yeah. I don't it know. was like the whole thing just like... Well, I was out of position with over 1,400, so it yeah. was a very hard lift. Um, and as far as figuring out the sizes, Nick, it's just trial and error. Yeah. It really is. And as you go up in layer, go up in size. Yeah. I mean, I think. my, my seems to be two plies start. of 50, my three plies of 60, but there's a big yeah. gap in the sizes too. Yeah. So that's why I had to do that, but that's how I do it. Let's see. What is your opinion on Bench Daddy stuff? I don't really have an opinion because I've never used it. I'm all about the Anderson Powerfitting and the Fate line of band shirts. I've not seen you do it on Patreon, so it's probably not a no, but do you ever do any core work for your Bench Powerfitting? There is, ah, uh, no, not really. Y yes, you do. You do a lot of like those pull down crunchy ab things. There is some stuff that doesn't go on Patreon because I'm like doing my end stuff. Okay, so, all it's right. It's like little stuff like that, like when you do like I, little hammer wrist things or... i don't i don't wear a belt yeah when i when i when i do my back work i never wear a belt now i'll wear a belt for like really heavy deadlifts or like really heavy block pull deadlifts but my penlay rows which i did uh penlay rows from the floor uh this past tuesday with five plates for the first time ever mm -hmm. first time trying it i did five plate rows from the floor uh which is pretty cool i know i don't wear a belt and that forces my abs to have to work harder to keep my back protected. So technically, yes, but I don't occasionally... You're not on, like, the ab machine. No, I'm not stuff, doing yeah. Roman chair sit-ups. Occasionally, very rarely will I do, like, pull-down abs. You laugh a lot. Well, I laugh we a lot. We always joke that that's why you have such a strong core. Yeah. Because, like, if this man has a heart attack, it won't be from powerlifting. It'll be... Welcome, Thomas. ...from him laughing at something stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, so te I mean... In hindsight, yes, but I don't do any, like, super direct work. But, like, not wearing a belt while doing all my back work has has made my abs probably the strongest they've ever been in my life, which is yeah. weird because I have no use for them right now because I'm not doing squats or deadlifts. Steve Bull, what's your deadlift, Max? I've got to know. Uh, from the floor, you know, we're, we're talking conventional belt and straps. Um, I'm getting around 700 pounds. Close. Not quite, but... Um, I'm just working on, I, I do it like a real Eddie Hall, strong man style, uh, conventional deadlift setup. I'm not like a real super technical deadlifter. I'm just trying to be as upright as possible. I'm not built to do it. I suck at it, but you know. Also side story. Um, Joe and I were looking up IPA records today. I was like, Oh, 242 world records for men open it, whatever. The men's open 242 deadlift is 705. That's what made me think of this. You said seven, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You still hold the men's open junior well, bench. Is it junior or open? It, junior, sorry. Junior bench, 242? Junior bench, 242 in the IPA. Because oh. I was just like, oh, let's look at this rant. Then I saw your name and I was like, what the fuck? That must have been back in 2010. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because you were... No, 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 no. 2009. We were, no, isn't that the Dan Daig meet that we did mm -hmm. in Columbus? So yeah. that would have been... At least two thousand. Believe. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that would have been at least two thousand ten because that's when we started 2010. dating. Two thousand ten. Okay then. So Just probably like fall ish. Two thousand ten. But yeah, wow. I saw that today and I was like, damn! Like you probably have so pounds. many records we don't even know. The fuck? That's, yeah, seven hundred pounds how's as that a still bench. Standing. I don't know. I looked it up just to see. I was like, oh, random weight class. Let's see what the deadlift is because we're gonna host that deadlift hmm. meet. And uh, I saw your name there and I was like, what the hell? That's I didn't know that. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on taking time to develop bone density for equipped benching. It's absolute necessity. 
and you will develop bone density by slowly adding weight to the bar over time. And if you're a 600 pound poly bencher and you put a band shirt on and start handling a thousand pounds, you got more than one bullet in that revolver and you're playing roulette with it. You are playing with fire mm -hmm. next to fireworks. Something that, that are you added in was towards your face. Jesus. I don't know. We got it. You need to. Uh, the coral calcium helped too. Coral calcium was a recommendation from Rob Farrell. Coral calcium, you can buy it off Amazon. We're not doctors. This is not medical advice. It's just experience. It just seemed to help Jim. Um, so look into that. But yeah, bone density is an absolute. People are snapping their forearms. I've seen it happen. I've, and I've watched it happen in person. And I've, I've heard of it happening. People are snapping both arms and their forearms, handling too much weight too fast because their bones can't handle it. Random question. What? So your bones are like more dense. They were more dense before powerlifting because you did Taekwondo. You did the concrete block wood chopping yeah. shit. Yes. Do you think if you did that now, if you were just like banging on cinder blocks and shit, that mm. that would carry over to bone density for benching? I mean, it does. Bone at is, a faster rate? Bone doesn't know the difference when it comes to being stressed put upon it. Like, do you think that would help someone with bone density in these rubber shirts right away? Or do you think they would just it would, bruise their shit? They would just bruise their shit. It's like it's, it's better just to go slow and take okay. your time. Uh, but yeah, I was in Taekwondo and martial arts for a while. We used to hit concrete. We used to punch walls, hit, you know, over re repetition, repetition to build up bone density. Because bone is made of calcium structures. They break down under stress, and they rebuild themselves denser and thicker than they were before. Similar to muscle, actually. It's one of those... Muscle and bone are similar because if you don't use it, you lose it. That's why space travel is such a big son of a bitch, because weightlessness, you have no stress in your bones or the muscles. They come back down to Earth, and they've lost bone mass and, and muscle mass severely. So you have to work at it constantly. So yes, it is an absolute necessity. Oh, let's see... More control. Let's see here. With your body, you are a superhuman. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm still, I'm just a normal human. Just, I've, you, know, you got to think too, like everybody, you know, you look at like Dave Hoff. Me and him are, I think he's just a couple years older than me. We're similar in age. He spent his, I think he started at 14. I started at 14. Uh, but he started at 14. He's been doing it ever since. Doing full power. He has been perfecting and doing full power his entire career. I have been perfecting and doing bench my entire career. Most of your career. You did. I, well, I did, I did it, until... but I, I didn't enjoy it. And I didn't put yeah. my heart and soul into it. But benching is the one thing I've always consistently done for 18 years because uh, that's what I enjoy doing. So it's just like time. It's just been time. Uh, let's see. And yes, I agree with the core work. Uh, Thomas, I think you got a good point there. And you're welcome, Nick Myatt. No problem. Hope to see you soon as well. Are you going to be at the Swiss Symposium? I am not. I did get an invite from Rob, but we are... I was fully committed to uh, helping a friend run his next competition. His, his first. His, his very first, first competition. I'm going to be a judge for it, RPS meet in Philly. Mm -hmm. So I, I couldn't back out. So I I'm, I was going to be at the Swiss, but we had, we were already... Maybe next Committed. year. Committed. Maybe next it year. It looks really cool. There's a lot of cool people going. Chaplain David, when's your next meet? I'm doing the York Barbell Hall of Fame meet November 20th. I will be there uh, 19th and 20th. I got. Ho I think we got hotel rooms now. So thank you. Steve, I think, offered to his uh, house. 
but we already got hotel rooms booked. Oh, nice. Um, I believe Anderson Powerfing is going to help us take care of that. Cool. Let's see. That's what, five weeks out? I think five, yeah. Mm -hmm. What did you do to help you last so long in the sport? Uh, lifting and equipment? I will, I, will, I will be as blunt and clear and as transparent as I possibly can be. Clear and transparent. Uh, lifting and equipment my entire career, almost. I lifted for from 14 to 18. I was just raw. just do, I didn't know what powerlifting was. I, mean, I had ideas of it, but I just did like overhead press and deadlift and squats and rows. I, I did everything just to be bigger and stronger all around. 18, I got into powerlifting because I got handed my first bench. It was a double ply Karen Klein denim from Adam Hicks. And Again, a hand-me-down. hand-me-down. It had a tear right here. It was probably handed down to him. Yeah, it had patches all over it. It was a piece of shit. My first successful touch in that shirt happened after six months with 550. And then my first successful, not sanctioned meet, but it was still a meet, powerlifting meet, was a 585 bench I did at that meet at 18. So my so from 18 till 32, so that's 14 years, I've been lifting in equipment. I've never torn a pec. I've never blown out a shoulder. I've not blown a quad. I've, not, I've been smart as well because you got to be smart with these kind of loads and weights. But I, I'm not going to bench raw and hurt myself. I'm not going to blow my pec out. Because if I blow a pec doing something stupid in the gym, now I can't compete at all. And still being natural, I'm not going to recover from that in a month. That's going to be six months to a year, probably, mm -hmm. before I can even start thinking about training again. It's going to set everything else back. So I, I can't even compete in equipment at that point. So not training raw, not competing raw, not taking raw so serious. If I do train raw, it's always super smart, super dialed back. But yeah, lifting the equipment, it's there to keep you safe. People forget that. And it's been a part of the sport since the 80s, so I don't want to hear this whole, it's ruining the sport. It's I don't been, think anyone's going to be on here arguing with Well, right a lot of now, people, a lot of people you know, do. So. Anyhow, I got, a, I, got a, I got a nice crowd tonight. But uh, So yeah, that's what's kept me healthy. And Well, what, you too? Me, I'm healthy, yeah. No, yeah, I thought you said like, like you're... Oh, yeah, I've kept you healthy. Yeah, that too. And just being smart. Fed, just, just smart. Recovering and... Supported so you didn't have to stress about... Yeah. Taking time anything. off if you need it. Listening to you. I'm very, very in tune with my body. I'm very, very in tune. I know what's going on. And if something is happening, I can always identify what a problem is. Because I, I've, I've done everything. I've tried everything. I've experimented with all these different training methods. Mm -hmm. I know it works. I know what my body's capable of doing. If something's wrong, I can identify the problem and fix it. And you're very level-headed. So, like, even today, we had that issue with 14 where, you know, it bent backwards. And we just took the time to, like, step aside yep. and deconstruct it. Like, okay, this happened, but where's the root of the cause? What do you need to add, like, accessory-wise to work on it? Yep. Or And then we were just like, well, let's just fuck with the shirt and see what happens. And that solved it. So just being smart... And then having good training partners, I feel like, has helped keep you safe. Yep. You know, like this week when you wanted to do a 5x5 five five with 900, and Dean was like, absolutely not. You gotta save it for Saturday. You can do a 3x5 instead. Yeah. And you were like, Yeah. okay, fine. I've always had a, a very reliable, awesome, selfless crew, especially the one I have now is, is absolutely just, I would almost argue the best crew in the world because... We've achieved so much yeah. in the bench world. Um, 
could buy a bed for this sometime. But ask is Virginia. I'm sure everybody and, probably thinks their crew is the best crew in the I world. Know, I know. But I'm biased because this crew keeps you alive. Yeah. And they're just great people. And they're strong as hell. Dean did a thousand for three. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Crazy. And Thomas, I never got got to those, but I do I do agree with you with the core stability. Uh, Kettlebell upside down. Press. Yeah. Like you're holding the... The handle with the bell at the top like this. Ooh. It's very hard on the hands and wrists. Yeah. What's that up, Cody? Forearm stuff. Let's see. What's your go-to bench variation in a shirt? The one you've seen the most progress with in a shirt? Variation in a shirt. Um... I don't do a lot of variations in a shirt. I do just flat bench. Board work, I guess. Uh, cutting out a lot of the high boards. I do one boards and half boards. So half board press, one board press, singles, doubles. And a shirt, that's it. No chains, no bands, just straight weight like we compete with. Being proficient and good at lifting heavy straight weight. Yeah, because you don't use any weird bars in a shirt. All of yeah. your weird shit is done Am not I shirted. Not shirted. Do you do many accessory movements on the days you go in the shirt? Yeah. Uh, like today I did some bamboo bar benching. Thank you, Jim Seitzer. Uh, dumbbell, s slight dumbbell incline, not high. Slight dumbbell incline bench. I wanted, I do a lot of uh, floor extensions with the easy curl bar, like dead stop floor extensions. Did have time for that today. Um, well, you could have. You just wanted steak more. I wanted steak. <laughs> uh, so I did single arm rope extensions instead. But a lot of, a lot of simple stuff. It's not uh, proprietary. It's all on Patreon, by the way. <laughs> ten bucks a month, y'all. If you want to see what I do, it's ten bucks a month. And Cody says the shirt does all the work. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's see. What supplements do you suggest taking? I suggest taking a very... High uh, quality creatine. I'm taking a micronized monohydrate creatine. It's from some German company. I forget what it's called. Uh, a weight gainer to get your protein and your calories and your carbs as high as possible. That's that's all I take. Vitamin D. Well, okay, vitamin D. So like everything. Oh, that everything. You take, like vitamin D three with vitamin K two. That's they the sit together. Yeah. Uh, Coral calcium. Occasionally. Once not, in a while. Time. I mean, that's, that's really it. it. You that's don't drink all. any pre-workout stuff. Pre-workouts are overrated. I, I don't... During your workouts, you eat yeah, just like some sour gu gummies. Gummies, uh, our gym body armor drinks. Just keeping hydrated, really. Stay hydrated, get your calories up, take a good creatine. That's what I think. Let's see. What venture do you recommend for someone who competes full power multiply in a is a tight single ply katana just as good or as better as the looser double ply, for example? Well, until somebody benches more than 1,120 pounds in a multi-ply poly, I can say the single ply super katana is the greatest poly shirt ever made right now. Um, I benched 1,120 pounds in a single ply tight katana. Taylor's on here. What's up, Taylor? Mm. Tater T. Um, <laughs> Tater T. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, if I ever did multiply, I would just wear a single ply bed shirt. I think they're superior. Uh, I would just go with a single ply katana or a single ply F6. Definitely. 
What was the name of the calcium again, please? It's coral calcium. Coral calcium. You can buy it on Amazon. I can put a picture of it on your stories after this, I guess. Yeah. Oh, she got... You damn it got me. <laughs> <laughs> no crew has more 1,000-pound benches. True. Thank Very true. Too. I also got good shoulder stability, but I, as I showed you in that video, Jimmy, you can also use it for extensions. Instead of pressing, you can also do it fast or it will smack you in the face. Well, you don't want that. Thank you. Oh, so like grab it yeah. and do an extension with it Something and let like, it like curl. Because if you let go, it'll, it'll swing it hit you in the fucking face. Yeah. Well, regular dumbbells hit me in the face and you don't help me, so. One time. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> Matt, what's up, Matt Brooks? How you doing? Gear is good to keep me healthier than raw on the bench of 6'4 with long arms. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely need the, the equipment for that for sure. What did your food intake look like day to day? Just tell um, me what you ate today. Like, give an example. Of All right, today. so I woke up today for bench. We went in at 9. We had to be there at 9 o'clock, so I woke up at 7. I got one shake in, which is two scoops. It's 1,220 calories. I used the BSN 1,200 weight gainer. So I got one shake in, so I had 1,200 calories to work with. I think I had one granola bar, just kind of, I forget what it was, a kind bar or something. Did you have any candy? Not before. No. No. Uh... On the way there, I drank an orange juice with my creatine. We stopped at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I got an orange juice, mixed my creatine in there. Uh, drank it on the way to the gym. Got to the gym, had had water sitting there. When when Joe finally showed up and unlocked the fridge, I had two packs of gummies and one body armor. I drank that, ate those throughout the workout. We left. We went to the Texas Roadhouse. There's a brand new one. We're in our home, our gym's hometown there. Uh, I had a 16-ounce sirloin, medium rare. Well, you probably had 20 mm. ounces because you had most of mine. Okay, 20 ounces of steak, fries and applesauce, lemonade Mozzarella water. Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks. Bread. Two baskets, two, ro <laughs> two baskets of rolls. Came home, passed the fuck out, woke up. I've had some chocolate. Did you have another shake when you woke up? Uh-uh. Not yet? Uh, I'll take one more shake tonight. He's probably behind for today. Normally, he would have another shake right when he wakes up. We probably would have had dinner already, but we were watching Amber Hansen was live, so we talked to her. So, yeah, uh, on, on the high, dudes, on the high end, I might take in 6,000 or five, yeah. but on the low end, four, I mean, I don't take in like ten or 12,000 calories a day. It's not oh, that much. Oh, you had uh, lunch meat sandwiches. I had a lunch meat sandwiches, yeah. two of them before I yeah. hopped on here. Got it. Let's see. Gonna hop in my Mendy shirt again this week. Take something heavy to a one board. Good for you, Matt. Let me know how the fuck that goes. Please. I want to know how it goes. Scott Mendelson's on here. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Scott Mendelson's on here, everybody. That's cool as fuck. Um, but yeah, so otherwise, where are we at? Yeah. Workout was fucking fantastic. That half board was right now a five-pound all-time uh, PR, 1410. Yeah. To a half board. For some reason, my phone didn't record it, but we had um, one of our crew members, Ed, recorded on his phone too. It has a weird filter on it because um, obviously he wasn't like recording it for us; he was recording it for himself. So the little, yeah, our, um, our buddy so Ed, funny. he had his phone and her phone, and he didn't record with this one. He recorded with his, <laughs> and he had a he had a filter on it, so it's all black. Yeah. Except but my, you can still see it. I can lighten it up a little. We'll bit lighten too, it so up. Try. It'll go on Patreon tonight. So you guys can see it. It was a good lift. The 1405 half board three weeks ago was not a true half board because the board was tilted up too high. Yeah, my bad. This one was a half board. 
So I'm really happy with it. I feel really accomplished with figuring out that shirt a little bit more. So when are you going to be in that shirt next? Because you're next doing week. like, oh. Next week. Your new heavy. Oh, because then we're going to Rob Farrell's. Yep, next That's week. That's why you're going. Okay, okay. I next week we're going to be at Rob Farrell's again. We're going to make the trip up to Rob's. He was super accommodating. It's just fucking fantastic to lift with. And he just really accommodates everybody. So we'll go up there and lift with him. Thanks, Mandy. Appreciate you. <laughs> are you going to try the Kabuki bar? Um, maybe, maybe warming up, but like, I think Thomas or somebody had told me that, um, that, yeah, it's super stiff, but the collars are not super long. Oh, so you wouldn't even be able to get 14 plus on I don't it. think so, but Rob's making us that new bar, so might just use that, take that okay, for a test fine, run. Yeah. Let's see, yeah, four, yeah, 14, 10, it was a good lift. Not my heaviest weight in my hands, but it was... <laughs> the heaviest half board bench that I've done so far. We're still trying to figure out the shirt, the, the F eight shirt with the blue collars. Um, so next week at Rob's, I'll use that one. I'll experiment with that same weight with the old black one, which yeah, Rob also, he fixed the inside. He put a layer of uh, poly right here to uh, fix a, a gap. So that's going to be interesting to see how that affects the shirt performance. Because he said, I, I couldn't send it back to you knowing that there was a, a gap in the stitching. So he stitched it back together. Let's see, Matt says, I called Brent Tracy last week and told him about the meets I'm working on next year. He told me to ask you if you remembered him from Blackstone's gym. Brent Tracy. Brent Tracy, Brent Tracy. Probably if we could see a picture of him. He was not from Blackstones. I think he was from a rival gym. What rival is near there? It's in Columbus, I think. Oh, or something like down by Dublin. Something like that. Yeah, he was at a different gym. And if I remember, I, maybe it's, I could, there was somebody from a different gym who did not like me. Oh, jeez. Who was already like a really established, like lightweight, 198 squatter. Like a nine hundred pound, eight or eight or nine hundred pound squatter, like one ninety eight or something, and they didn't like me. And I can't remember if it was Brent Tracy. It might be. I don't remember. I don't know that name. Somebody didn't like me, and it was. It was me. No, it was. It's. It sounds like this guy, but I can't remember. It was so long ago. I don't remember now. So, oh, we also got this new shirt from our gym. I don't know if you can read it. It's not that fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah. But Jim is because that's a 3X, which is the biggest shirt our gym owner carries. And it fits him like a 1X. I'm it's fine. I'm fine. That'd be an XL by the way. Whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not that fucking heavy. Okay. Except for you, it probably is. It is that heavy. I have my first multiply meet coming up in five weeks. What's the smartest way to determine a bench opener? Uh, multiply meat. So what you got to do is take that fucking collar and jam it up into your fucking neck. What's up, Amber? How you doing? <laughs> Jimmy. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? <laughs> we already know the answer. Well, I don't know. Let's see what the answer is. I'll finish my store out. <laughs> oh, God, I'm, I'm, so, I'm waiting in anticipation. Who's there? <laughs> My ass. Ah, you got me. Didn't even know. You got me. <laughs> I still have that nice love letter on my desk as a daily reminder. Yeah. Of how sweet my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, back to the Jesus. 
And uh, uh, Matt, Brent definitely had nothing bad to say about you when I talked. Okay, so it's not right. him. So it's it's got to be something else then. First multiply meat. Um, yeah, take so the shirt up. Take the collar, jam it up in your neck, and see what the lightest weight you can touch with. If you if the guys are having you pull that neck down and like jack it down, crank it down, you're never gonna get a fucking weight to touch. You gotta wear that shirt in its most simplistic form. So collar high, and see what you can touch with. Make the back straps nice and loose. Keep the collar high. And something light will touch. That's the Shoot best for way. An easy opener because the worst thing is paying a bunch of money to bomb out. Yeah, that sucks. And and not having something on the books when you work that hard. I've done that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt says he mentioned another name from Blackstone. It started with R. Uh, Rajiv. Oh, Rajiv or Rusty. Probably Rajiv. Rusty, I don't know. Rajiv, Rusty. Yeah, there's a few of them. Ralph. Uh, over here on YouTube, uh, tricep movements, reverse grip bench. Uh, I do slight incline dumbbell extensions, so not tape presses, not rollbacks, something right in between, like a 45-degree angle. I just touch my shoulders and extend, super simple. And then easy bar extensions off the floor. So dead stop easy bar extensions are excellent for building tricep strength. Pushdowns are great. I do single arm pushdowns. I don't really do like the rope and all the weird stuff. So that RGBP. Reverse grip bench. Let's see where we're at. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, it's Rajiv then. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I bombed out more times than I can count, guys. Uh, what I used to do when I did full power was that I actually would enter full power and bench only. So just in case I couldn't get a squat and I could still bench. Yeah. So that's what I did. And open and junior. We used to pay a lot of money. Yep. Best tip to build tension in your bench. That's a tough one. I don't know. Tension. Uh, tension. You, if, you, if you don't have tension in the bench, I would say that it's your upper back strength or lack of tightness in the upper back. And there's a reason why all the big benchers, or most of them anyway, have like enormous upper backs. It's because you use it when you bench. If you're losing tightness uh, or tension in the bench, it's probably your upper back I would tightness. also add leg like your leg drive, like your entire setup has to be on the whole time. Yeah, like your entire body has to be turned on the whole lift. Like you should be sore. Your quad should be on fire. Your ass should be burning. Your ass cheeks, sorry. Uh, your upper back, lower back, everything needs to be turned on the entire lift. So if your legs are not firing, you're not going to have as hard or as uh, big of an arch. If your upper back's loose, you're not going to have tension. It's a full body lift. It's a full body lift, mm -hmm. always. Let's see, uh, we got training for the f for first single ply meat thoughts on opening raw to get a lift on the books. I absolutely yeah. a thousand percent agree with that. You've done that. I did that for my first probably five or six meets. Mm -hmm. I you always even do that with squats. You would open real light, yeah. raw, boom. Because we paid so much money, and I didn't want to risk you. I I suggest that to a lot of uh, training partners that maybe haven't. Uh, done a meet yet or it's their first time competing or something or i'm like a new shirt they're not yeah. sure how it's gonna work i had out. my boy uh cameron he did his he did a multiply meet like a couple months ago to june or july and he's like what should i do on bench his squat was amazing his zealot was great i said dude open raw just please open raw he did he got a bench in because he ended up not getting either one of his equipped benches 
So he opened raw and he was in the meat and then he got a, he got a total. So open raw. I thousand percent agree with that. Let's see. I have an old SDP that's a few sizes too big. Can touch with two plates. Holy shit. Uh, I mean, you could just do that. I mean, you could just open it two plates or 275. Just get, get something in or just open raw. Like, you don't even have to put a shirt on. Um, but uh, old SDP that's a few sizes too big. I mean, like I said, I, I, you, can, you don't have to do that. Like, you could have your competition shirt. But again, you have to wear the collar high. Because the more you crank it down, the more the collar is going to be involved, the more torque the shirt's going to have on it, and the harder it's going to be to get a weight to touch. Wear the shirt in its most simplistic form. For, we'll call it form A. And then form B, say, is like pulling the collar down a couple inches. Form C is like keeping the collar high but twisting the sleeves. D is one inch down half twist in the sleeves form e is it's all full it's there's so many things you can do with a shirt piece of equipment so you have to wear it in its most simplistic form to get the lightest weight to touch that's the starting point Let's see what we got form a i like that a lot yeah like kind of like when a like free like dragon ball z like all of different levels like that you know or, or cell or that that what was his name? Boo, 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 or something? That pink guy. They had their different forms, and their the higher the forms they got, the more, uh, the the more powerful they became. So no disrespect to your Dragon's Ball Z. Dragon's Ball, hey. <laughs> but I like the analogy you use about like a uh, manual car. Like you know how the car will go. Oh, in sure. First, in first gear. Yep. And then you shift over to second, and now you can do this, and then you shift ah. to third, and now you can do this. I knew it was, that makes more sense than Dragon's Ball page. I knew it was. I knew it was Boo Rupo. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Friggin' nerds. I only watched the original Dragon Ball Z when uh, Goku first fought Vegeta and Nappa, and then he <laughs> that it was. Then it was Frieza. He killed Frieza when Namek exploded. And then it was Cell. And then that pink Boo guy. That's that's the only Dragon's Balls that I watched. <laughs> you can't even say what it's actually called now. Yeah. Like, all the new shit. Like, I didn't know Frieza came back. Like, all, like, half anim animatronic. Is that considered or... anime? It is anime. Oh, it is anime. Yeah. That's okay. only... That's the only anime I've ever fucking gotten into is Dragon Ball. And the, not Teen Titan. What's the, uh, the one Attack with the on giant Titan. baby Attack thing Attack on disgusting. Titan. Attack on Titan. We haven't watched that yet. Maybe we watched that movie. That was enough That's for me. all of Dragon Ball Z, so you got, okay. Okay. So, yeah, there you, that's all I watched. Um, all the new stuff. I know there's, like, a bunch of different ones now. I, I haven't watched any of that shit. No, you're too busy watching the NASA yeah. Space live flight. stream. <laughs> I, am a, I am obsessed with. Uh, fucking SpaceX. Holy fucking shit. I cannot get enough of SpaceX and what they're doing down there in Boca Chica, Texas. Good fucking and God. The NASA one's in Florida, right? The live stream is in Florida? No, the live stream is in Boca Chica. Oh. What, yeah. There's one in Florida, though, right? Not yet. Or that's the one that is a pointy penis that he did as a joke. 
Is that different? That's totally different. Oh my god, you watch this all day, and I have no. All I know is we watched about candy cotton, cotton candy plants. No, that was completely. That was completely all different. Which one is in Florida? Well, there's the Kennedy Space Center. They have a SpaceX is building a facility down there right now. The guy that you love watching just moved from like Germany. Oh, Felix Schlang. To, to Florida. Yeah. What about it? That's his channel name. Is yeah. what about it? I was like, what? Yeah. Um, why did he move there? Like, what's that? To one? be clo- because he wanted to be closer to all the launch sites in Florida. Oh. SpaceX's second facility. But the live stream you watch is from Texas. Is in Boca Chica. I don't know because you've got the live stream. Yep. It's always up where nothing is fucking happening. Yep. And then you've got the other channel over here, and then this on the iPad, and then this over here. Like, we're going to be alive. Think about this. We're potentially going to see the human race become a multi-planetary species. Mm-hmm. How fucking sci-fi, Star Wars cool shit is that? What the fuck? Like, that is so fucking cool. Yeah. So... If Jim's not lifting... He's watching space shit. I can't get enough of it. Like, I, I watched the live... There's nothing going on. It's just a live <laughs> There's stream. There's nothing going on. I was, I was watching There's it. There's not even any noise. It's, I don't care. It's I, just on all the time. Someone says, what's your squat PR? My all-time best... I got two 900-pound multiply squats back when I was 20 and then 22. And then a year ago, I squatted 855 raw. I wonder if those junior records still count. Belt and wraps. Probably. The total does. Yeah, but it's a total. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, so that's... That, there you go. Do you train conjugate? No, conjugate's stupid. Fuck conjugate. You I hesitated hate, there for a second. Because I'm burping. Oh, okay. Conjugate sucks. I hate it. I hate bands. I hate chains. I hate conjugate. The only thing conjugate style that I do is rotate movements. Mm-hmm. Which I totally agree with. I rotate max ever movements on my not sure today. That's the only thing I do that's conjugate related at all. Other than that, conjugate fucking sucks. I hate it. I think it's stupid. Now, I think I think it can work. I'm coming from a bench-only world. you got to remember that. I'm coming from a bench-only world. I think conjugate works for squat and deadlift. But I don't do those two. I do bench. Speed work is the dumbest, most biggest waste of time. I'm not trying to be offensive. Uh, thing you could possibly do for bench. There's so much more or so many more better things you could be doing with your time to build bench than, than fucking do speed work. I think speed work is fucking stupid. I'm not going to bench 1,400 fucking pounds by going into the gym and doing 185 with a couple of bands on it for speed. That makes no sense up here for me. If it works for you, please don't listen to a fucking word I'm saying. <laughs> everyone's different yes but for me speed work is the dumbest most stupid waste of time i tried it once uh, a few weeks before i benched my first thousand um i I was okay i've I've trained for 15 years i haven't done any conjugate speed work ever let me try it i will do every i will do the pendulum waves i will do the percentages that louis calls for i'll do everything by the books I did it for three weeks, four weeks. I was in the most pain of my entire fucking career. It hurt. My bench went down. I said, okay, fuck that. Went right back to what I was doing. My bench went back up, and I benched my first 1,000 pounds. Um, <laughs> you would have never hit that 1,000 pounds without that one day of speed. Yeah, well, you have a good argument. Is that Louis Simmons? 
<laughs> no, it's fucking John. <laughs> Rupo. God damn it. Oh, what would you I do? Found that very funny. What would you do instead of speed work? I would do things that's going to build a heavy bench. So, for example, <laughs> equipped. So, like a slinger, a widowmaker, a supercharged ram. Floor press, heavy for doubles or triples, singles. Uh, board work, heavy. Close grip board work, pin extensions. Reverse grip. Uh, fucking camber bar board work with a slinger. Stuff like that. Like, like I tell people, like, okay, and that's why I don't do raw anymore. Because, like, why would I do raw bench with four, five, or six plates when I'm trying to bench 1,400 equipped? The, 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 the gap is the gap too is big. The gap is too big, yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Now, like, what uh, Owen was talking about makes sense. With uh, just getting trying to do more of it to build, you have to refresh what I'm, I don't know what you're talking reverse about. Reverse grip raw. Oh, yeah, like just building your raw strength again. Like, yeah, you were on that wave of like doing a bunch of raw with reverse grip and it got you strong, and then it started like burning you out. You've been like down, sure. So now it's time to like ramp it back up, getting ready for this yeah. meat. Like, you don't do meat prep, um, because you're always ready to go, but like, I feel like this is a good time to kind of add that back yeah. in just to but, get some more. So, like. What is going to get me to a 1,400-pound bench? Doing 1,000-pound floor presses. Doing 1,000-pound cambered bar. Reps. Uh, stuff gonna, like that. You were going to try to rep? Were you just going to try to rep 14 today? Yeah. But then it was not good. No, it was... Not it was I, I told the guys, like, I said, if it moves like butter, like a 1,400, like 1,410 is like shoots up like butter, I'm going to go for a double. Also, the fact it didn't. that you like... You were very confident. You're like, I'm strong. I ate great. Everything is great. I'm going to double this. Like, the fucking balls, dude. And we're all just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course you can. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. What do we know? Yeah. yeah. But, like, when I when we're, like, sitting here and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what the fuck? Who does that? <laughs> Jimmy was so angry over wasting three weeks of training his level with over a 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Amber, how did you like training at Elite FTS? It was fucking badass. And we wanted, we, we wish we were up there to do it all the time. Yeah. It was just, it was so fucking fun. And Dave was so fucking cool. Matt Smith, and you were there, of course. It was awesome. And we had a fucking fantastic time. I wish I would have been up there to do a really heavy workout. It's just my training, it landed yeah, where. It didn't line up. It didn't line up, and it was a designated light week. And that's good, because even if you would have tried to go heavy, like, traveling, staying somewhere that's not your house, yeah. like, that does, it it does, like, change things, you know? Yeah, we wish we were there. I know, I know, but maybe maybe someday. Soon. Maybe someday. We have at least one more year down here before we decide what to do next. As so. soon as all of our friends put their transfers in for Ohio, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, it looks like we're kind of toning it down a little bit. Uh, we're going to get no more questions popping in. Yeah, he did have a, yeah. Dean had an amazing week. Dean was, week. Dean came out of nowhere, but he was just so fucking hyped, so it showed. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hop off here. I don't want to waste anybody's, uh, the rest of their Saturday night. I want you all to have a good rest of your... You don't have to say that. I don't think you're wasting anyone's time. They're no, but like, we want to be. we're on here for almost... Hour and uh, ten minutes. Yeah. So just thank everyone for joining. Oh yeah. Um. So thank you all again. 
Uh, I like doing this on Saturday nights, coming on here talking about the bench that we have. Ooh, press command. Tell them about that. Before press command before I go. We got a few listeners left. Press command is going live tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amber will be there. We got Amber. We got Ray Ann Miller. We've got, oh, Jesus, Deandra, Laura Phelps, Rebecca, Roberts. We got Kelly Duffy. Oh, Jesus Christ, there's so many of we them. We got 11. We got Emma James. So if you want to buy your ticket for that, again, it's tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. The ticket sales will stop when we wake up in the morning. So if you want to buy your ticket last minute, it's 30 bucks. It goes towards the Colbstrong Scholarship Fund. It's all for charity. Uh, when we wake up around 9 or 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, the sales will end. And then we will have the press command with the females going on at 3 p.m. again. Uh, it's going to be awesome. They're all going to hop on a live chat. Uh, answering questions live, talking about their training live. It's an awesome thing. I did it for the guys uh, a couple of months ago. All the 1,000-pound benchers came together. Now I've got all the five and 600-pound female benchers coming together for a live webinar. It's never been done before, so it's going to be awesome. So please, if you want to do that again, tickets, uh, colbstrongscholarship.com. Information about that is at the, uh, at the Colbstrong Scholarship here on Instagram if you want to do that. That'd be great. $30 a ticket, okay? Again, it's for charity. It's going uh, towards our scholarship fund for the young athletes. We have raised over $8,000 this year. 8250 There you go. Right before we got on here. And then that, that means we can help eight young athletes at the start of the next year. We're shooting for 10000 Yeah. So but right can at, we do it? At this point, $8,000 checks will be cut, or maybe seven. Then we'll save the other 1000 for a different It'll be event. Eight. but. So there you go. Um, we'll let you all go. Have a good night. We'll see you next weekend. We're going to go up to Rob's. Might not go live next week. We'll be at Rob Farrell's hanging out with the man himself and our crew. So have a good night. Have a good weekend. We will see you all another time. All right. That's all we have for today. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, email us, thecolbstrong at gmail.com include power podcast as the email title please subscribe and review this podcast if you haven't already this helps us grow and we appreciate all the feedback you can follow for more content on instagram youtube tiktok and all of those are at the same username at colbstrong if you'd like to send me a video of your bench for critique some helpful tips then go to our youtube channel and you can just email me your video at the colbstrong at gmail.com Check out my website, colbstrong.com, for bench programs, seminar applications, merch, events, and more. And last but not least, we have a nonprofit that we founded to help financially support young powerlifters, the Colbstrong Scholarship. Would be really cool if you could check that out, share, donate, help us help the next generation of lifters. Just go to colbstrongscholarship.com or follow us on Instagram at colbstrongscholarship. That's it. Thanks for listening. And remember, our motto is... Never enough. Just because someone says you've reached the top doesn't mean you're done. You are the only one that can set your limitations. Have a great day.